0: Welcome back to the Cherry Picking Podcast. This is Ziggy. This is Donnie.
1: And Dylan.
0: This is take two of this episode because during take one, my cat tried to end it all by jumping out of a second story story. Window. Anywho, today's agenda is as follows The NCAA finally bit the bullet and is allowing college athletes to profit off of their likeness. However, it would not be the NCAA if there weren't loopholes and caveats to discuss. Also, U.S. soccer scored a major victory in litigation with members of the women's team as a federal judge tossed out their player wage claims. Was this fair or was it just another example of the rampant sexism that's claimed by the women's national team? Finally, the Last Dance documentary premiered over the last couple weeks on ESPN. One of the things that it highlighted was the pervasive relationship between Michael Jordan and Isaiah Thomas. There's a little bit of stuff that we need to unpack regarding that specifically. As always, we have some odds and ends for you to fill in the gaps. But first, today's sponsor is Nobody. If you want to sponsor us, send us an email at cherrypickingpod at gmail.com, also in the description. We do have an unofficial sponsor, as every episode from here on out will be is Bang Energy. Bang Energy. But if you want to sponsor us, Bang Energy, we want you to sponsor us. Simple as that. Anyway, I'm be, I'm beating around the bush. Let's get started. So the NCAA decided to let players profit off their name, image, and likeness when it comes to social media sponsorships, and et cetera. Don, unpack this a little bit more for us.
2: So yeah, I mean, like you said, uh, they're letting these college athletes profit off of their name, image, and likeness. When it comes to sponsorships, endorsements, uh, being an influencer on social media, you know, working in athletic camps, all that stuff. It's important to note that there's a lot of regulations and limitations that come with this deal, including the fact that there's going to be like a almost a full rejection of group licensing, which involves individual athletes assigning their name, image, and likeness to a trade association that would in turn negotiate on all of the athletes' behalf. So it's kind of like hiring a union to negotiate your own CBA um, in pro sports. And that's one of the most important things if we're going to get college video games back. So we're probably not going to get those back, sorry Dylan, uh, for a very, very long time. But college athletes, you know, they can profit off of third parties, clothing companies, sneaker companies, media camps, yada, yada, yada. There will still be no pay for play rules. So these colleges cannot pay their athletes, but it could help with the whole college versus pro debate where five star and four star recruits are going to go. Now that these five-star recruits can receive endorsement deals, but again, there's probably going to be a ton of legal action, which we'll also get into in a second. There's going to be a lot of regulations on agents and advisors uh, for these athletes. And even though this looks like it's only limited to major sport players, like men's basketball, football, even women's basketball, it's important to note that the athletes who are like swimmers, volleyball players, field hockey players, and they can still license their name, image, and like this for compensation while they're in college. But again, there's still a lot of problems There's not –
0: what is available? You, you tell me, to everybody who's listening. Can you name somebody who is, a, is one of the best college athletes for a sport that is not basketball, football, we'll, we'll even talk soccer and baseball in there. Can you name one? Because those are like the four I can think of that probably have an opportunity – to get some sort of third-party licensing, name me name me the best volleyball players in the if country. It,
2: if they were in season, I could name it to you, but they're not in season. But, but I mean, games, but you, right you, now, you might you may I know can. the
0: ones that go to your own school, which kind of transitions into another stupid caveat the the NBA, the NBA, the NCAA has, where they are trying to prevent boosters from being part of this whole endorsement spiel, which is kind of like, you know, you got you got Joe Schmo's Pizza Place. Know a block off campus that is is the pizza place on campus, and say they've been affiliated with some of the programs before, say they sponsored a suite of in the basketball stadium, they are not unable to have a player promote their pizza because they have been have a history of being boosters for the organization. That ties into the whole James Wiseman issue where Penny Hardaway helped financially aided uh, James Wiseman's family in moving. And this was before he was even a Memphis coach. And then when Penny Hardaway got James Wiseman, or James Wiseman rather, committed to Penny, Penny Hardaway's Memphis team, Wiseman got penalized and Hardaway got penalized. The whole program got penalized by suspending Wiseman for 12 games because of something that happened way before Penny was even in the, the Memphis coaching conversation, which is absolutely ridiculous. There's been in instances of players in the NCAA setting up GoFundMes and because the NCAA can't control every single aspect of the GoFundMe, where all the money's going, that oftentimes can't happen. Right, and over the past year, they've been a little bit relaxed, but you know, there's been reports of them starting down this GoFundMe, this GoFundMe. It's it's preposterous. The nitpickiness of the organization is absolutely incredulous. But the fact that you can't have boosters, who are who are who are the third parties that will endorse these smaller program, not smaller program, but smaller scale sports right yeah. if you if your school that you go to has one of the best tennis players in the country more students in that campus are aware of that than the general public and it makes sense if you know Joe Schmo's pizza shop wants to promote their pizza and they can't necessarily afford you know their their first round prospective d-lineman they can still pay for their world class tennis player that potentially takes away the opportunity for that tennis player to get those kind of sponsorships and this football players and yada, 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 to get those kind of sponsorships. That's where a lot of the money is, but because the NCAA can't regulate that and because it could potentially sway in to (coughs) sway, excuse me, sway into recruiting. I guess what I also saw was that they're concerned that, you know, you could, you could say, well, if you come to date university, whatever, we can guarantee that you will get this endorsement from this pizza shop. Yeah. I understand why they don't want that. That creates an unfair playing field. But I imagine there's got to be some fine balance where those things aren't guaranteed, those things aren't talked about until you get there. Or maybe maybe you can't get a sponsorship until uh, your second year, which I guess would potentially get rid of those. I mean, me bringing up that point potentially mitigates the the like the Zion Williamsons, those yeah. one and dones, and that potentially feeds into what the G League is trying to do, which is take those one-and-dones, um, prospective one and duns, and pay them a shit ton of money. But I don't think really any other than maybe maybe the Zions can get that kind of money th- in college, even from third parties, that they would have gotten in the G League. There's nothing that the NCAA can do right. yeah. that could even come close to matching that. Yeah. So At the end of the day, I feel like the NCAA should just understand that that aspect, that upper... 0.1% of players, especially in the, in the M- perspective NBA players may just be a lost cause at this point.
2: Yeah. And, and, right. and what you've been talking about, that's just one issue of this, uh, Congress is, you know, they have the same problems with, I've heard of them. I've heard, I've heard of, what yeah. are they, what are, what do they do? I think Congress they're, you know, they're, they're big in the U S government. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I mean, Congress has, you know, just as many problems with this as you do, uh, Cory Booker, said that this is a framework, not a plan. And another, I can't remember her name, but she said they don't have to committee everything to death. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, um, it's, it's
0: ridiculous how, how, how just micromanaging and controlling this stupid organization is, or this association is.
2: Right. And, and, and one thing that the NCAA is trying to avoid is just these states coming up with different name, image, and likeness rules for their state. So for instance, Governor Ron DeSantis in Florida uh, is going to maybe he's going to sign something take which would take effect in July 2021 and it would allow athletes more NIL freedoms and the recommendations released Wednesday in the NCAA's report. And this is and Florida is really the first state to do this. So why wouldn't all, you know, those athletes go to Florida? Why wouldn't all the five stars and four stars go to Florida and get you know, all the money that, and get more money from the state of Florida and the Florida government than they would from the NCAA. And that would describe just a chaotic scenario of all these states coming up with different rules and all this stuff. So the NCAA should just bite the bullet and say, yeah, we're going to pay our athletes so that we don't get a scenario like this where states are, state governments are fighting over high school athletes that are 18 and 19 years old. To just to it's, come to their state for a year, they are they are being
0: treated as a commodity, and that's it. And yeah. in, I mean, it, that's that's, just, that's something that's really been highlighted internationally throughout uh, this this coronavirus issue. Is how, what leagues, what teams, what organizations, what companies view athletes as as a number, as a commodity.
1: I just I just don't understand how a thing like the NCAA can just be like oh, you want to make money on things that you've accomplished and your name, which has been your name your whole life. I think it just – like, nah, sorry. Like, I, by, I just, it baffles me. It and baffles by the me. way, this
2: basically and, – and Congress just called this basically a PR stunt.
0: Oh, that's and, all it is because of everything going PR on. Yeah. Everything going on, it is just words. Based on the, the reports and based on the articles that came out just detailing everything, there wasn't a lot there are like putting these words out arise 10,000 questions and gave like two answers. Yeah. It didn't do anything. It honestly probably made the situation worse because it just exposed how micromanaging and how controlling and how stubborn the NCAA is on their outdated policies. Right. This isn't, this isn't, you know, I saw one of the, in an athletic article, this isn't the, the era of big state you. Right, this isn't the era of oh my gosh, I are old state. I'm gonna to go to this uh, you know, the school that my grandfather went to, that you know, uh, my grandfather was part of the part of the first class, and I'm gonna honor his legacy by going there with my leather helmet. It's not like that anymore. Sports, sports aren't just something that are for fun. They make so much money, and the NCAA is so fucking greedy. Yeah. They're, they're allowing these third parties. And in fact it took them this long. And they're saying, all right, well, we're gonna allow these players to get third parties, so they can't take money from us. Cause they're cause what money would the NCAA be taking from or what would these players be taking from the NCAA through third party sponsorships?
2: Nothing. Mostly not much. Not much. I, yeah. I can't
0: I can't think of I've been sitting here for nine hours thinking about what could these players take from the NCAA with this. Nothing. If you get a, if you have a Zion who say he, in college, while Duke is what, Nike? Duke, Duke, Duke has a Nike sponsorship as a whole. But he, because of his exception with, with his sponsor, he can have Adidas, just hypothetically. Yeah. So he wears different shoes than everybody else. And he makes money by wearing those shoes on national television. What, where is the NCAA losing money?
2: They're not Duke's. I mean, Duke. Duke's, but look, what is? But I mean, Duke's, Duke's called, got so much money, anyways. What's so. the
0: NCAA has so much money, anyways?
2: I, well, yeah, but what, exactly. is, but what
0: is Duke really losing? They're they're not having to pay for another pair of shoes. There there was never like these Zion Williamson shoe in college, anyway. Duke's not
1: Duke. Well, except Duke's for the one just, that exploded.
0: There's that one, I guess yeah. that you know, can be resold. <laughs> right. The NCAA and, is just saying, okay, I guess we'll allow the players
2: to make money, but we still don't want to lose anything. And this is also coming out after. For years, Congress and other lawmakers have been like coddling and, and, and forcing the NCAA to be like, please make these changes, please come up with a bill, we will look at it and they finally did it and Congress is, what is this? this is nothing is this this, is, what this, is is this what is this yeah. you think this is <laughs> yeah this is like you know when when you work on an essay an hour before it's due and there's nothing you know this is this is pathetic and it says also in this SI article, and finally, the report says the NCAA holds the right to regulate the fair market for name, image, and likeness deals potentially capping an athlete's profit. Name a vaguer statement. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we we're just going to regulate like, the, the fair market value for uh, you know, these, these players' likeness. Okay.
1: How are you gonna regulate? Yeah, who put you in charge, dude? I like, don't really know. Who need you the like judge, jury, and executioner. Like, what how, the hell? How,
2: how are we gonna regulate this? We judge, really jury, know. and executioner of the fair market. What's what's,
0: what's, what's what's what does that mean? What does
1: that yeah.
2: mean? What's yeah. market value for the players?
0: I don't really know. Well, what's the what's a fair market value? Well, we we don't know. Well, There's, we'll
1: determine it after we see how much money they. There made. is
0: no noun or action verb in that statement that they can explain, and that pisses me off. Yeah. Stop using grammar yeah. like that, NCAA. Yeah. Uncalled for, absolutely uncalled for.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean it's pretty. Ridiculous. I mean they just—they're just, they're just greedy. They're just greedy, and they put this out wa- because it's a PR stunt.
0: I want and, to. I want to. And Congress still has to sign off on have. This. I want to have a conversation with the with the the, the board that puts these things out, and feels board, like, yeah. The, this the is the right the, thing
2: to do. The committee that committees everything to death. I want
0: to. I want to. I want to meet with the committee that committees that committee. I want them to tell me this is why we do the things we do. And I want to hear their, well, they can't do
1: that. I want to hear
0: their rationale.
1: They can't do that
2: because they don't have any reasoning.
1: Yeah, they can't do it.
2: And, and and I mean, the NCAA is, they need federal assistance for this. And they're probably not going to get the federal assistance for this because they shouldn't, because they're coming up with these BS statements and, and, you know, whatever and these vague statements of oh yeah you know we're just going to regulate everything even though we're going to allow these athletes to make money like what
0: that's, that's even worse to be honest yeah like, 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 like we're giving we're, we're have, giving it to you allowing third-party sponsorships should be intrinsic to being a human being you can get sponsored by something else right it's them saying oh when we when we knock that UCF punter for having you know a big YouTube channel and a big social media presence. Mm-hmm. And we didn't allow him to play mm-hmm. after like, was it four years now? Yeah. Four years, four years later, we think that instead of doing that, we just should have been able to regulate it. We, we should have, we should have just regulated that. It took us four years of thinking on that, but we have finally decided that instead of just kicking him, not allowing him to play, we should have maybe allowed him to play. As long as we regulated what he was doing online. What are you? <laughs> My mom.
1: The most, the most frustrating thing to me about it is that, like, the NCAA, when you look at it from their actions versus what they're saying, their actions, they're say, they're saying the way that they act is saying that that they think that they're the reason that these players are as popular as they are, which like, couldn't no. be further from the truth because these players have not been associated with you until the tail end of their high school career. Because that's when they pick a school. And that's the first time they're actually linked to you in any fashion whatsoever. These players have put in their own time. They've put in their own money. They've put in their own blood, sweat, and tears in their whatever field, court, swimming pool they goddamn play in. And the NCAA comes in like there are people that have been like doing all this the entire time. And it's like you're not. And in the grand scheme of things, you don't freaking matter because you're only there for four less. goddamn years. And most of them are yeah. only there for one year. It's And an athlete I – mean, I mean, It pisses me off as an athlete.
0: We're talking about who brings these players into the light. You're right. Sure as hell isn't the NCAA. I mean, at this point, with how stupid SportsCenter and ESPN Corporation has gotten, ESPN brings these ninth graders into the light. Like like, Bleacher Report. They're
1: like, he's the next LeBron. And it's like, oh, no, he was not good in high school either.
0: This kid dribbles really fast. He might be Kobe Bryant too? No. He's he's like, 11 years old, dude, and he's and he's got plenty of time on his on his driveway. Relax. It really isn't that deep. That's that's a conversation for another time, but I it's hate it's incredibly that so frustrating. Much. I hate, have you seen that kid on on I think it's on Snapchat. Every time I start watching people's stories, he always pops up as like an ad. And he's like this kid with like, like 10 years old or something. He's a football player, and it's just following his 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 life. As a Snapchat story of, oh yeah, how, with like a yeah. blonde hair
2: yeah. and his dad yeah. takes him everywhere. He's the kid. Isn't he the kid who showed up at the start of I the Super Bowl? I think he ball? is. I think he, yeah, yeah. you say it's the yeah. same kid.
0: I, it just it makes me sad because it just doesn't seem like these kids are going to have a childhood. It seems like they, you know, their parents recognize they may have some kind of talent and all of a sudden their parents see dollar signs and their parents they are exploiting money. them. Money. And that exploitation, one of the things in the world that
2: makes me the most sad. Ziggy, you want to hear another vague statement from the NCAA? Which one? The, Quite the, the, frankly,
1: no, I a, don't. There's a
2: million. But <laughs> no, not, <I> n- <laughs> no compensation for appearances in live broadcasts, rebroadcasts, news accounts, or many informational items or pictures.
1: So, so just no compensation. So, so, that,
2: so that means
0: that they can't profit, <laughs> that means they can't profit off their likeness, <laughs> is what you just said.
2: To and me. image and yeah. name.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. You can profit on your, off your likeness and your image and your
1: name. But except for when ex- you actually can, profit except, off your except image for when you try
0: to profit off your your image and your likeness, um, probably your oh, name, your name, as well. your name, your name, too. Your name yeah. as well, your name as well is one of those things we're gonna have to it's regulate. It's in the
1: fine print. It's in the fine print.
0: You can you can you can get endorsements. You can get sponsorships. I don't care as long as you don't get compensated. <laughs> it's, just, it's just it's just this is this is poor. Yeah. This is poor. What does the NCAA? What does the NCAA have to do right now? Did they lose so much money by not having? March Madness this year.
2: They did. They lost a lot of money. They lost
0: so much money that all of a Boo-hoo, sudden... boo
1: Cry me a river!
0: These kids can't have third-party endorsements. It doesn't... Those two, they don't go. It, it's not the same thing. It ain't.
2: Yeah, I mean, just to, just to end this, there's going to be a ton of legal conflict and a ton of players taking the NCAA to court in the next... I don't know how many years.
0: Oh, if because the NCAA thinks that... They're, this is going to save them money. All of the legal battles they will probably have to fight
2: and should have to, to fight
0: is going to is going to cost them money. Because I don't know how many legal battles they're going to win, and ah, well, that's the thing is that they might end up winning a lot of the legal battles because, because they have the money. They have so many li- money, and there's yeah. loopholes and caveats and things that if Congress signs off to these,
2: and they shouldn't, but they can. I don't, expect- know, I don't expect them to, but continue.
0: Uh, that's it. That's it. I just, I think yeah, that I mean, the, the NCAA is scummy and they will always be scummy until they cease to exist. And hopefully this, this whole Jalen green saga and everything, all the players, the handful of players that have decommitted or been non-committed um, and chose to go the G league route or chose to go overseas. Hopefully that is starting to spark other options in other sports. I now quick curveball before we go on to the U.S. soccer legal dispute, the XFL is, is now done. The AAF was, was, was then done. Could those have potentially been, or could they yeah. have something like that potentially been, a
2: route akin to the G League? Some, there was a player in the XFL who did that. He got like kicked out of school or left school because, and, and needed to help his mom with money, so he went to the XFL made the money, helped, gave, it, gave some of it to his mom, and then went into the, he enrolled in the draft. I don't know if he got drafted. Can't remember his name, but so he, he, there, you, there was a player who did that for football.
0: I don't know. I don't know the financial stuff behind this, but would, as from, from the outside, asking both of you this, would you be opposed for, for or against having a, a, a minor league, essentially, the G League, having a developmental league for the NFL? So I'll say it mirrors the idea of the G League, potentially, where it could be kind of a standalone body that's just affiliated with the, with the NFL. Like, actually affiliated, unlike the XFL, which was not affiliated at all, but actually affiliated. And, you know, have the things of the G League is, you know, you can play with uh, – you can sign players. I don't want to say 10-day contracts and stuff. You know, just I don't. I don't know the exact exact ramifications or the exact not ramifications stipulations of the thing I'm trying to I'm trying to right. go would, for
2: would we be opposed to some sort of you know a very concrete idea of a minor league football system? Yes. Yes. Uh, so, uh,
1: you would be opposed, Dylan. Absolutely. Do you I, care to
2: elaborate,
0: or you just is it that's it?
1: Um, I, I. It's just not needed. That's what. Look at if you look at the level of football talent from top to bottom in the nfl excluding the practice squad players right if you look at that right now you have you can get like two teams that in basketball in the g league that really aren't that great and have one really good player and make the game entertaining and that player has a chance to be super successful when he gets higher up it happens right but let's look at let's look at the nfl right would say the best just for talent level, best quarterback in the league, Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, something like that. Talent level, not whatever, not sparking a debate here. But
2: you well, look at someone. We'll
1: move on. We, just someone of that like stature. Sure, you know sure, I mean? sure, sure, sure. So you look at that as like the top quarterback in the NFL and the worst quarterback in the NFL, Nathan Peterman, right? Fair enough. You look at that versus that, right? If you put someone worse than Nate Peterman on a football field and try to develop a league around individuals like him, it's going to be a loss. It's going to be a waste of money. And as we have seen, the only reason that no football leagues last besides the NFL, and the only reason that the XFL was doing it was because it was different football and it's not NFL football. The AAF down the drain. All arena football leagues? Well, it's because, it's because
0: the they weren't affiliated with the NFL. I feel like if there was an affiliation...
1: I, I don't think it would matter at all.
0: It may, what it, what it may do. What? product. Well, here's what my thinking is that it may provide kind of this alternate route for those players who are in, in college football. So instead of having to wait three years to, to make money... Again, we don't know how they're going to make money here because it seems like the NCA has completely contradicted itself, right?
1: Okay, but you're you're you, but but the NFL isn't going to make any money off that league. They're not going to make any money because the product will be garbage. The does the NBA does
0: the NBA make money off the G League?
1: They they have fans for G League, but the point is is that no, the NBA they're they're
0: they're they're independent things. They're but they're affiliated, but it's not like the minor leagues like.
1: The minor leagues okay, lose money. Obviously. But it's it's not it's not gonna work to baseball, because I mean. the football product will be garbage, and nobody will care.
0: But if you're getting these, if you're getting these Jalen Green, these high level recruits to then option to go into the, the developmental system of the of they don't the, have a, the money a, to pay for football.
1: It okay, all right, but okay, but again, Jalen Green, there's five players on a basketball court. There's 11 players on a football field at a time.
0: Sure, but they don't. They don't. All all eleven don't. If if you get a couple fantastic players, uh, in skill positions, get a quarterback, a couple defensive players. Say you get six players on your team, the rest of them can be of AAF quality. Those six will stand out and be able to develop.
1: Okay, but but the the product will still be garbage because you can't have a good football team without a good eleven players for the most part. You need. People that are good because if one person is weak in football, everyone's weak. It's not the same as LeBron James running down the court doing whatever the hell he wants because he's LeBron fricking James. You can't have that in football. My my the reason I the best players don't win all the time.
0: I'm just I'm playing I'm playing devil's advocate here. But the it could be because I I I agree with you in the sense that I don't think it could be profitable. I don't really think that it could be something that could happen on a widespread because of the amount of money that needs to go into to a football league. But my my the reason I brought it up. Is do you think the only route for players at the college level, college age players, to make actual money
2: for football for so any no, for, for any league
0: for okay. any league is okay. that G League route? For any other sport, what other option really is there? Uh, I mean, unless I mean, in some in some situations, say, they just go pro, right? For example, who's that? Uh, like Coco Goff, Coco Golf. Whatever yeah. lesson I was, how present. she yeah, just yeah. kind of becomes pro at an age where you know, maybe college doesn't make sense for her or like, a yeah, I think it's doesn't really make for, sense.
2: I think, I think that's hard to say. I think for those sports you get, you know, that one person that comes around every few years.
1: Um, also wait, Zig, real quick. The AAF was technically associated with the NFL through some way because teams were, they could pick players from the AAF. is the San Antonio talents or whatever the fuck they were called. They are like associate team or whatever the fuck it was. It was the Cowboys and like three other. It might have been loosely associated, so but loosely it was still that idea. But it, but it
0: didn't, it didn't have a good enough talent level, and it didn't have good enough support that's to. My, that a, was my exact. Argument. To actually, no, no, no I, that's. I'm not saying it wasn't. I'm not, yeah. I'm just, I'm just, I'm saying it out loud. It didn't have enough to actually make it happen. Okay, I didn't. For whatever reason, I just thought they were kind of completely independent. I didn't know that there was an agreement between them. Maybe, the G League or the NCAA says, sees all the, the just G League route as kind of the only threat to making money. I mean, you know,
2: it is... It is the only threat, but it's such a big threat because of it, the amount of money.
0: Yes. Yeah, it is the amount of money. But you also have to think, how many players are actually going to be able to fend for themselves? And how many players does this route actually make sense versus... Playing through college.
2: I mean, we won't know until fair. Absolutely, but if but if
0: this is the only sport and it can only really work out for the top 0.5 percent of players to take this G League route, and they're not really losing money from any other sports, them saying, you know what, just to try to like help people get over this, try to make us look kind of good, let's say we'll allow these kids to have third party endorsements. Do you think they they really don't think that this G League thing is actually that big of a deal?
2: Yeah, I think right now, possibly because they're so up their own ass about it. I I I agree that they're up their own ass about it. Well, I mean, I I don't think they see it as a real threat because they're so stubborn and because they're so ignorant about everything. Until everybody starts doing this, they're going to see it as a threat. And then they're probably going to have to pay, do the pay for play route.
0: But who knows when that's going to happen? If that's going to happen, we'll have to uh, just sit here pissed off about it. Another legal issue that has been, that has finished actually in the past couple weeks was the U.S. soccer scores a, scoring a major victory in litigation with the members of the women's national team. Um, as the federal judge who was seeing over this case tossed out their wage claims that the women were actually making less than the men and they should be receiving, I think it was eight figure compensation for it. Don, do you got any more any more details about what is involved with this?
2: Yeah, I mean, the only surviving legal claims are the alleged discriminatory working conditions based on travel conditions, specifically charter flights and hotel accommodations, and assorted personnel and support services issue, namely medical and, and training support. You know, the unequal pay claims have been thrown out. The women's national team players were looking for more than 66 million in damages on that front. This is kind of a, it's a weird issue because, you know, as we were talking earlier, the women's team has made more money over, you know, from the, the judge Klausner stated that during the class period from 2015 to 2019, the women's national team played 111 total games. And in those 111 games, they earned $24.5 million overall in salaries. This means, on average, those players made 221000 per game. During that same period from 2015 to 2019, the men's players played 87 games, and they earned $18.5 million overall in salaries. So they made 213000 per game, 7000 less per game than the women's national team players. Now, it's important to note in that period, the women's national team played two World Cups. And how many did the men play? The men played in none, and the women won both of them. And how and many the women,
0: did the men play?
2: None. Zero. And the, zero. And the women, no. they, play, they play in these victory tours. They play in the She Believes Cup. There's a ton Nothing. of... Inter- there, and the
0: men inter- lose inter- to Trinidad and Tobago.
2: Correct. So, So, That'd you go. know, as we were saying earlier... If the men had played in the 2018 World Cup, right? 2018? Yeah. Uh, in, the, in the 2018 World Cup, you're telling me that they wouldn't have been making more money?
0: You're saying, well, so what I'm seeing here like, is that there was a $7,000 per game difference between the men's and the women's. And that you're saying that that $7,000 difference will, would not have been recouped in then some. If the men had even showed up to a World Cup, You're when they were
2: making when they were making two hundred thirteen thousand, they're making two hundred thirteen that four year period.
0: They're making two hundred thirteen thousand per game in games that, at the end of the day, didn't really, really matter. Yeah, a lot of them were friendlies, and they lost a lot of them. They didn't have a great showings, and even more, they didn't actually play in any ginormous international competitions. They lost the Gold Cup. Um, they, they lost. Got
2: crushed by Mexico.
0: There's a seven thousand dollar difference, but what they accomplished is so, so, so much different. So you're assuming. Say we assume that the men's had the same level of success as the, as the women and that's in that <laughs> period. It's going. It's going to be. It's going to be a ginormous difference. Yeah, in favor of the men. Yes, I, I, I don't know if, if 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 US or the the, the women's national team. Proposed this class period, or if it was U.S. Soccer that proposed this class period, right? Because it seems biased in some sort of way, right? If say the say the women's national team proposed this, saying hey, and then using like the arguments that we're saying, saying that hey, we went to two World Cups, we won two World Cups, we've been doing international tours, and we're making and we're only making seven thousand dollars less per game, or we're sorry, we're only making seven thousand dollars more game than the men who haven't done jack
2: shit. There's also the difference in salaries from the MLS and the and the, and the dumb NWSL.
0: I understand that because yes, the yeah, NWSL. Because, well, well, two things: a) they're independent um, organizations. Yes, that that's true.
2: But when you and take the NWSL in,
0: w- is is less is is not less, but it's newer.
2: It's newer and it right. hasn't gotten footing yet. But when you just take into account money, you know, it's like, of course, like like they're making less. Like it's just like they are making less. And the men, like you said before, they would be making astronomically more money if they had the exact same success. And that's just not fair.
0: It isn't fair, and that's the thing. And the women's national team, yes, they may have come in too hot. You know what I mean? Maybe, yeah. They they may have come in asking too much and being too accusatory. And I'm not trying to say that their points weren't valid, right? But what I am saying... Is that if they had, they, they, you have to start somewhere, right? When you're asking for something, you can't all of a sudden highball it like this, and work down. I don't think that that might have been the best play. It may have been to kind of go halfway and progressively work up, and that might not have been, you know, a, a accepted decision amongst the people who really believe in that the Women's National Team have a valid claim. They say, well, if we've been being short this entire time, why can't we just get all the money at once now? We deserve all the money at once. Yeah. I mean, totally they do. But I feel like something like this just shows that maybe the whole system just doesn't believe in women's sports.
2: Yeah. The whole system,
0: top, top to bottom.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's, that's definitely a valid, valid claim. Um, and also, like, the attorneys representing U.S. soccer have been sharply criticized and sometimes portrayed as sexist in their choice of written words. I think that they completely attacked the the women's national team in court, and they were pretty ruthless and probably kind of unfair in a sense. Um, and when you have, you know, a 78-year-old judge who might not know anything about the, the differences between U.S. soccer and the women's national team, he might fare on the side of the more ruthless side because, you know, they're, they're attacking, and they have all the claims and all that stuff, and they're aggressive, and that's just – like, like it worked. Fine. It, it worked for now, but it, I don't know if it's going to keep working in the future, especially if the men keep sucking.
0: Yeah, and U.S. Republicans shot themselves in the foot. Right. It was, yeah. Like you said, it was a very controversial legal strategy. They essentially embraced, like, the scorch-earth policy, right? Yeah. Or let's just not wipe the slate clean, but <laughs> burn everything to the ground. Yeah. Right? And, and this probably damaged their relations with... It already has damage. It's not, this isn't a probably. This definitely has damaged the relationships with sponsors and constituencies around the world. Yeah, I I, I, I just smack myself in the face over this entire thing because I want U.S. soccer to be good. I want to root like for the not not just like the women's team, yes, but I want yeah, the yeah. men's and the entire thing just to become you U.S. soccer as a whole. Yeah. Be, be a respected organization.
1: You remember that time that they were in the World Cup and they went really when our far. Against appro- Germany, when
0: our biggest that was cool when our biggest thing in the world, like our biggest accomplishment, cool. is like beating Ghana to like get to the quarterfinals. And then that's, not beating Germany. That's just it's just that's just sad. That's just it was sad. fun though,
1: for the record, that was really fun. It was fun, but... Because I mean, they had me believing but for the fact, a little bit, I'm not going comparing, to
0: lie. Comparing to everything, that the, the dominance that the women's has had... Oh, the, women's, the, the that women's dominance just, is
1: incredible, yeah.
0: There just seems to be no respect from the overseeing federation.
1: And it's, and it's, it's, it's a load of horseshit.
0: It's, this whole thing has been a load of horseshit. Why, why are big organizations like the NCAA and the US, 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 Soccer. U.S. Soccer Federation just so bad at doing
1: things well? I got three words for you, zigzag. Out of touch.
0: Out of yeah. touch. Old heads. Old that's heads. definitely out a big thing. I don't know that's it, the only thing. It doesn't, it's just thing,
1: overall, it's just out of touch, regardless of who they are. They're just out of touch. Big name corporations are out of touch. that's what it is.
2: Uh, and another important thing to note is that, you know, the, the women's team, the union that they hired to negotiate their CBA, they, you know, they negotiate the terms for their contracts. So... They may, you know, have been at fault for hiring the wrong union, for negotiating the wrong terms and unfair prices. Um, But Judge Klausner, he blamed them uh, for agreeing to a CBA they now regret and based on and and all that stuff. But U.S. soccer is still overseeing everything. And they have the money that they're paying these players. So it's not the union only. The union is a small part of this.
0: You know what it kind of feels like? It, it loosely feels like this. And you know that argument when people say, uh, well, that Denim Day. Denim Day was just a few days ago. Yeah. Where what is that? It's it's a case in uh, like late 90s, I think. For
1: out-of-touch individuals like myself.
0: <laughs> it, it's, like, it's, 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 it's saying that a judge ruled. I don't remember exactly where it was, to be honest.
2: It's a sexual um, assault case. It's where,
0: where, a judge, where a judge ruled that, oh, this lady wore tight jeans And she could not have pulled, or somebody else, the 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 person.
2: If she wasn't wearing tight jeans, she wouldn't have gotten abused.
0: Well, she also she said that the fact that she wore tight jeans made it consensual because the dude who was the accused raper could not have pulled them off himself. He would have needed help. Yeah, that that was that was more or less the argument, like the argument that the judge said. Oh no, that reads. Yeah, no, yeah, we're, that that we're gonna side with that one. So, it's preposterous, but what to a degree that reminds me of this. Where we're saying, well, you you agreed to, you probably you agreed to that, even though there's so much more around the issue. You agreed to the CBA. Well, you wore tight jeans, so you're responsible. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's it's
1: it's infuriating. I just
2: yeah, it's ridiculous.
1: I failed to.
0: I know you're, take, you're taking a law class, Dylan. You really can probably understand how crazy this is.
1: No. You don't understand.
2: It's bad. It, it's it's bad. bad. And, and, you know, the women's national team, they are going to appeal this. They released a statement Wild. saying that they completely disagreed uh, with the judge's decision to throw out the claims. And, you know, and, yeah. and, and the claim might come back if they win the appeal. They
0: need a, they need a retrial. I don't know jack about law, but I've seen enough <laughs> law in order to know that they need a retrial.
2: That's not how things work. But in the court.
0: <laughs> yeah, something about going to recess. I think that's a part of it, right? Was that a yeah. TV show?
1: No, that's not allowed anymore. Social distancing.
0: Oh no, no more, no more social distancing. Oh no, no, no more, more recess. recess. No more recess. Only, re- only recess is what I think we should be going for.
1: That's wild. I can't believe I had no idea about that. But Denim day, yeah, yeah. I I didn't I just that's saw it all security's. over.
0: Yeah, I just saw it all over Instagram. Yeah, I uh. But yeah, I looked into it. I was like, wow, this is fun.
1: Social distancing, which we are all doing in this current time, has been done for many years by Michael Jordan and the bad boy Isaiah Thomas Pistons. Ziggy, please proceed from there.
0: One of the reasons he got left off is because he
2: he left off the dream team.
0: Left off the dream team. Not just left off like he was in the middle of a handshake. No, he got left off the Dream Team. I have a problem. Was because he refused to shake hands with Jordan, which I guess that's even better social distancing if we're looking at it. Well, wasn't even, it,
2: wasn't, it wasn't just Thomas. It was the entire Pistons team. No, it was team. the entire team after they got swept on the 1991
0: Eastern Conference Finals. Dylan, you're stretching personal your arm.
1: Problem. I have a personal problem with the term Dream Team, and it loosely applies to the situation. I hate the word dream team, and it's all Vince Young's fault because he called the Eagles a dream team in 2011, and they went 8-8. Eight and eight. Sorry, I said that.
0: Hey,
1: okay. Hey, Anyways. That's, that's
0: a dream team for some. That's a Browns dream team. It was a nightmare.
1: Anyways, apparently
2: one of the reasons why Isaiah Thomas was left off the basketball version of the dream team at the Barcelona Olympics uh, was because he and the rest of the bad boy Pistons did not shake Michael Jordan and the rest of the Bulls' hands at the end of the 1991 Eastern Conference Finals when they got swept. Been there was a lot of it at the end of the of the of episode four of the last dance documentary. Uh Michael Jordan called Isaiah Thomas an asshole. Producers wanted to show him a recording of Isaiah Thomas kind of apologizing. And Michael Jordan said, uh there's no reason you're gonna convince me that he wasn't an asshole in that situation. And Isaiah has been on basically every single sports talk radio show in the last week talking about this issue. And it's it's just it's He's surprised as to why Michael Jordan's calling him an asshole. And he's just Isaiah?
0: Is Isaiah trying to just say face at this point?
2: I don't know. Because I I think he might be. but This is 30
0: years later. Does it really matter? Well, let's let's look
1: at it this way, too. Let's look at it this way, too, right? As good as the player Isaiah Thomas was, right? People don't know about him. Younger kids don't know who he is. They don't care who he is. And do
0: you know whose fault it is? So, it's Isaiah Thomas's fault, the short right. one, and, and, because they and, they've made everybody forget about the good
1: one. And the thing is, is that at this point, he could just be using it as a way to get more publicity. People know now, who he is now.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know what he could pro- if he could what he can get from
1: that. Um, dude, he's getting all these radio shows and all these. That's profitable.
2: Yeah, I I think that I don't know if it's really about that. In a sense, I think that he's just rattled and he's trying to. You know, like Ziggy said, save face and, you know, give his own personal side to the story. He said that if that's the reason, biggest reason why he got left off the dream team, he said he'd be more disappointed today than he was back then. It's also important to note that Thomas is the Pistons coach at the time, Chuck Daly in Detroit, was the coach of the dream team.
0: Which makes me think that it wasn't the biggest reason.
1: I also I don't, don't, I don't think, think it's a reason at all. No, I I'm think it's
2: I think it's a reason. I don't I think that I, don't know. I think that a bunch of players on that team had problems with Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas, he had problems with Magic Johnson. He's, you know, he's had problem with Michael Jordan for the last 30 years. You know, I it, it's just I don't think people like him.
1: And Oh, so what you're saying is he might actually be an asshole. No, I I think
2: I don't really like oh, is, Isaiah he Thomas. Huh. is he from Philly? Is he a Philly guy?
1: No, huh. he's not.
2: Um, no. So he might not be an asshole. I don't – I mean, Dylan, Dylan, I don't really like Isaiah huh. Thomas either. But there's more to this. I think the, the not shaking his hands
1: had – is a reason why he got left off the dream team. I don't think it's the biggest reason.
0: I don't think Do you it's think, even close hold on, hold on. to a reason. You guys
1: – I don't think it's relevant at all because you guys think that a team that is potentially trying to win a gold medal in the Olympics is – Worried about someone not shaking their hand when there's probably underlying reasons if more people disliked him than liked him. You can only call everybody else the asshole so many times before it maybe comes back to there's always assholes oh. because you're an asshole.
2: No, all of these guys deserve each other. They're all, at, at one point or another, pro- they were all assholes during the Dream Team. You know, because they get all this. Yeah. All but, they, but- they all deserve each other.
1: Right, but if there's a, there's a reason why, if, if, like you said, people had issues with him outside of Jordan, Yeah. there's a reason why those competitors who have played against each other before, lost to each other before, and don't have problems with each other, but they all have a problem with Isaiah Thomas, well,
0: might be a th- reason. maybe
1: it's a time that he steps back and looks in the mirror. Fair. That's what I'm saying, because I, I can promise you, a team that's trying to win a goddamn gold medal doesn't give a shit about someone not shaking his hand.
0: So the shaking hands may have been just the smallest, the smallest thing affecting the big picture. The big picture was he—he's just an asshole.
1: And people might have not liked him, and it was like if, well, you we wanna, can if you want to—if you
0: want to win, if you want to win, you get you got, and you have a choice of your team. You're gonna t- you're gonna value chemistry for sure,
1: right? And it's like if if you can put somebody else who might maybe not just as good, but somebody who's pretty good as him in that yeah. same situation. I mean, and they, they're a they good. Chose,
2: th- they chose John Stockton over Isaiah Thomas. I don't oh. think and in '91,
0: yeah. that's a yeah. no, that's a no-brainer to me.
1: So like, wh- God, this is the that's thing. A- he's he's been irrelevant for years, and now he's coming. Give me the king because you can. So God damn man, people piss me off. He
2: he also apparently um, questioned Magic Johnson's sexuality after he tested positive for HIV in so November
0: an and for the story yeah. Isaiah Thomas is an ass
1: and this is like I a non story yeah
2: no i mean i his and, and his reaction to everything is really weird he didn't apologize straight up for not shaking the hand because he went on well he went on get up like a few days like on monday and didn't apologize for it and instead apologized to the entire the entire city of detroit for being a bad role model and Jalen rose was sitting there and he's from detroit and was growing up when isaiah thomas and the bad boy pistons were a thing and he looked so confused because he was like why are you apologizing
0: that did, didn't even
2: yeah. answer the question. Yeah. Anyway, just, Thomas, St. Thomas. Thomas is an asshole.
0: You know who else is an asshole? The entire Premier League is an asshole. Oh, Dylan, you thought this is your episode back? We're not going to talk about soccer for a minute.
1: Well, we've all we spent thirty fucking minutes talking about soccer. Let's talk about something that's actually entertaining.
0: Okay, we're going to talk about thirty
1: minutes. English
0: about soccer. This is actually this is actually important. This is actually. I'm re- muting re- my microphone. Relating to this this coronavirus issue, we talked last week about. Uh, league one, League one. But did we? we, could, no, we didn't talk about League one. No, we 1.
2: did not. We talked about the Bundesliga trying to restart their season,
0: La Liga doing things with the fans, and we talked about the Dutch league ending their season. League one, the French league, which is bigger than the Dutch league. Uh, but not as big as Germany or, or Spain decided to end their season. English football is actively trying to restart their season, and, and like said, so the, the Bundesliga as soon as possible. And they passed something called Project Restart, which is their way to make it happen. It probably wouldn't have fans, and it probably wouldn't. Uh, it, may, it may be at different neutral sites. I don't know the, all the details about it yet. I haven't had a chance to really read up on it. But the big thing is that it has such a negative response from. The players, Sergio Aguero, striker can, Man City. Can,
1: wait, can I ask a question first before you proceed? Said he's scared. It, it's, it's like, like relevant. Question. Yes, it's like relevant. So this is talking like not when it's like a safe situation to return. This is talking like, like let's start it asap.
0: It's like the Bundesliga. It's like we need we want to start this as soon well, as that, possible. But we we want to find a safe option. But what, what what's happening is that the response from the players is. Is, is, is they just don't understand why this is why they're trying to come back, right? A lot of the football players are concerned um, that they are not being treated as people, they're being treated as commodities. And this ties back into what we are saying with the NCAA is uh, somebody, I think it was Aguero or maybe it was Glenn Murray, said, Quote, sometimes people forget that footballers are normal in the sense that we've all got families. Some of us have vulnerable adults around them too. And put and forcing them to be contractually put into competition like this.
1: Okay, but this is right. what I'm asking you. This is why I'm asking because I don't. I I want the I want to understand where they're going with this because the NBA is also trying to do it and people aren't giving them shit for it. So what is the difference between the M, what the NBA is doing and whatever the the dumbasses in Europe are doing? That's what I'm asking. Oh
0: well, no, there there is backlash to the NBA. Are you kidding? There's, there's so there's players saying we don't want to be. In regard to Las Vegas thing, which got pushed out of the way, we don't want to do that because that doesn't seem like something that's safe right now.
1: Okay, so can you? You're still not answering. It's a, the, no, question.
0: Same, the same. It I don't know what the question. The same idea is that they're, they're like they're like they're times. like the Bundesliga, where
1: but that doesn't help me. I just what, I'm explaining. What, like it. I'm,
0: a, I'm, I'm I'm in the process of explaining it. <laughs> it. they want to I, stretch, they want to nice. find they want to find a solution, even if it doesn't necessarily mean it's hundred percent safe.
1: Okay. That's what I'm asking. Okay. Because, okay.
0: It's not like they said, okay. we we're, we're going to start tomorrow. We don't give a shit about anything because that's not, that wouldn't look good for you know, PR. Yeah. PR but what officials. I'm saying
1: is comparatively to the NBA, they're waiting until it's safe from top health officials, whereas they are. Well, no, you have
0: pushing. to wait for, you have to wait for top health, top health officials. It's, it's the fact that these players are worried that they're going to be forced
1: Okay. finish okay, the I mean. season. Because you understand that- All your, right, I, I'm your, picking it up now. Okay. Is that
0: if, even in America, if you know Trump or states lift these restrictions, there's still going to be people that are saying, I, I still am going to be wary. I'm still maybe right, going right, to wear my mask. Okay. I'm still going to kind of be cautious about where I go and where I travel. It's the same idea. It's saying, well, if we are forced to go into back into this environment where we're traveling a lot, right? Okay. We're going to be around a bunch of people, fans or not. It feels like we're just being treated for money. And the fact that all okay. of the owners had had a sign, I already agreed. Said, "Hey, yeah, we want to get this shit started up again as soon as possible. Um, yeah, you know, whenever whenever we get the all clear from like the government, we want to push it, even if the players okay. aren't really fans of it."
1: Okay, I, all right. Now I'm understanding that's, where the issue is. That's okay.
0: why I think there's an issue is that and that's that's what started to happen is that these just yeah. big bodies are just treating these players like numbers, like they're just they're products. They're, they're, they're putting not they're putting exactly, and that's yeah. It's just disheartening.
1: Yeah. Um, okay. A little, yeah, more, can, a little bit more. I can see why there's some backlash there. Yeah. A
0: little bit more heartening of a thing is that the NBA and the MLB have postponed their drafts. That's good.
2: And combine had, workouts and all yeah, that com- stuff. And they've they- had
0: time to think about it. It's not. It's not as immediate of a next season start as the NFL is. They, they had a couple two, two more months to really, yeah, look into it and figure out a solution. And they figure out this was the best solution. Shout out them. You can ask why didn't the NFL do it? My thing is they just didn't have enough time. wasn't a perfect product, but it still accomplished what it needed to accomplish. The NFL draft was a hot mess, but it wasn't. But it worked. But yeah, but it, but it wasn't a failure.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It it wasn't the best, but it it was it was good enough.
0: Yeah, and that's and that's, and that's all. And that's it, all
1: anybody could ask for.
0: That's all it needed to be. Now, yep. now it may be a failure, it may be a success is you see these players who are now at home um, playing in tournaments like they do. And there's, there's the E Premier League where the E is lowercase and part of the Premier, like and it's all one word and it's like email, but it's E Premier League where these players are in a bracketed tournament, one from each team and they play each other in FIFA until so whoever comes on top. It doesn't mean anything in the grand scheme of things, but it's just a tournament. They're doing it. You see MLB players playing against each other uh, in, the, in the show. NFL players. I know they had like that whole thing on the ESPN where they played each other. Two K for the NBA. Are we a fan of like all this has been going on? Are we a fan of it, or do we just think it's pointless? I know. I'm okay with it. I think it's pointless. Yeah, Experiment I have reasoning. my answer
1: too. These players. On, go I'm down. I'm on the same page. Oh, um, As who? Uh, well, let me explain then. I guess I'll do that. Um, so the basic idea is that. Why it's kind of like not pointless to say, but it's just like, without a point, <laughs> for it matters for specific age groups. Like my grandpa absolutely loves it. Shout out, Pop! Wait, really? Absolutely loves it. I'm pretty, really? He was talking about it. I was so, just
0: like, big age groups, like twelve to fifteen, would have been
1: okay. Well, no, see, that's not the thing though, because kids our age and kids younger than us have already been watching. Twitch streams, already been watching people play games at a high level. And when you can watch the highest level of a specific video game player, so you're watching the best players in the world play FIFA, or you're watching the best players in the world play 2K, which like, you know, if you're watching, top tier players, why am I going to sit back and watch a pro play it against somebody else? Who's even, probably if, even if I love best.
0: the professional league, even if I love the if NBA. They're average the at F-
1: best, I'm trying to watch the best gameplay possible. When it comes
0: to video games, I don't really care what... They- it's, I look at these people. I'm like, stay, stay, stick to the field because your your work on the sticks is dog shit.
1: Right, and that's it's like, and I, it's a good idea. There's a good idea behind it, but it's like, I just, I in, think there's a better practice, way they could do it. There's a better way they could do it.
0: Yeah, Um, but that's interesting. That that your grandpa is is yeah, a fan. And
1: he was, yeah, he was talking about it, and he was like, yeah, you know, well, I think he was talking about because the Flyers do like simulations or whatever. Of their games, yeah. And I, I like the eat.
0: simulation idea. I know the MLB is doing, yeah, yeah. the MLB, but like, but there's... even
1: even that to a degree, it's like, who cares? The two computers playing against each other, you know, and it's just like, yes, but, but like, I've
0: but done that. I don't that. think
1: it's ever really going to connect.
0: What I'm craving, what I've been craving, sports. Age. I've I've run like a simulate similar or two of like a FIFA game or like a yeah. 2K absolutely,
1: game. no chance in hell I would ever do that.
0: It's just just to see something happen, just to have like a background sports. I'd rather play. You ever just have something in the background like while you're having a conversation or while you're doing something else? in the background and it just has like that commentator audio and it, and it makes you feel good. Same idea. It's the same commentator. I got Doris Burke. I got Martin Tyler and Doris Burke, two different things, but, and and that just makes me feel happy. Brett Favre came out, talked about, spoke on the Aaron Rodgers thing regarding the the drafting of Jordan Love and regarding Michael Wilbon saying he thinks he can see, or he, Mike Wilbon saying he can see Rogers in a, Bears uniform. Favre said he believes Rodgers will follow a same career path as him, as him, as he did. And he won't finish his career with the Packers. And I said last week, I can't see Rodgers in any other team. I don't think he will. I thought he was self-centered, but I still thought that he was loyal. But then I took took a step back and was like, well, shit. Could I have seen Tom Brady do that?
2: The answer is no. And and I and could I it. couldn't have. And then he did it.
0: <clears throat> so maybe Rogers finished his career somewhere else.
2: I just I don't see it in Chicago, but
1: yeah, I can see it, it somewhere I, else. I'm putting my tinfoil hat on, and I'm just saying.
0: Yeah, and I'm, I'm putting saying. my I'm putting my actual hat on because I don't believe in conspiracies, and I'm. You don't saying, have a hat on. Aaron Rodgers isn't going anywhere. Can't see it. I do. Like I can't can't see it. Can't see it. Can't see it.
1: I'm Just saying. Can't
0: see it. Long Island University announces the creation of a men's hockey team for the 2020-21 season. I don't know why this matters, but Donovan put it in No, rain. I
2: just, it, it doesn't really matter. I just think it's, it's interesting given the fact that there is NCAA teams cutting, like, getting canceled and the university's cutting programs. And this school is announcing the creation of a team amidst the coronavirus. I just thought it was interesting.
0: It's good. Why are they playing hockey in Long Island, though?
2: Uh, I mean, it's, it's, just, it's just tough does its, state. It's the just, New York Island, the state of New York has three hockey teams, three professional hockey teams. I, I feel like
0: why... why do yeah, you don't need college,
2: even get me started on that.
0: Why do you need college teams? Oh, we will to talk about hockey. Oh, for the final thing, on October 19, 2019, there was a fan, an NHL fan who loved hockey, but he was from an area of the country that did not have a team, and he had been following, you know, teams here and there since the 90s but he just didn't really have a, a, a you know a favorite team it was not loyal to anybody so he said you know what here's what I'm going to do I'm going to write an email a proposal to each team in all 31 teams and I'm going to tell them okay here is how I am a loyal fan tell me why you want my my services as a loyal fan give me your best pitch to be a bandwagon fan it wasn't just Obviously, but some teams got back to them. He only got, I think it was like less than 10 teams Seven, replied. Seven
2: teams replied in some sort of fashion.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. but yeah. it was, I think there was a, a couple more that replied later um, that he added in the comments. Uh, those teams, in case you're wondering, just, I'm not going to give the order, but I'm going to give the order of responses, right? Pittsburgh Penguins were first because they always come in first. Uh, Columbus Blue Jackets. San Jose Sharks, Tampa Bay Lightning, Buffalo Sabres, Carolina Hurricanes, Edmonton Oilers, and Philadelphia Flyers. Philadelphia Flyers okay, and but Oilers. Who, hold, what, on, hold on, your, I will get to there. I will get, to there. I will get to there. I
1: will get to there.
0: first. he didn't come in
1: first. He came out and said
0: he uh, would support. He was thinking he was conflicted between the Edmonton Oilers and the Philadelphia Flyers. Oh,
1: not the Penguins! Oh, okay. Sorry.
0: The reason that he said Flyers was was because he lived there. That's soft. Oh, I lived there for a little bit. Enjoy your
1: participation award, bitch.
0: I'm a little bit there. Now, the reason he picked the Edmonton Oilers was interesting because he had been following a – he had watched a series on Hulu. It was a documentary on mascots called Behind the Masks from the mid-2010s. And it kind of covered the lives of mascots ranging from high school, college, semi pro, pro teams, everything in between. And one person, the the only person I was featured on both seasons was a guy named Chad Spencer, who was the mascot for the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins, which are the minor league team, the HL team of the Pittsburgh Penguins. And then he found out that this Chad Spencer dude was the. Mascot for the Edmonton Oilers. So, indirectly, it's the Penguins' responsibility.
1: Dude, you reach for everything in your entire life, man. Come brought, on
0: now. Why he's on the Oilers. And the Pens responded. The Pens gave him helmet decals. How sick is that? What did What did – All right. The, how, about,
1: how about you don't just leave out the Flyers excerpt here as you – The Flyers. As you, no, no, no. I'm going to read it. Shut, shut up. I'm going to read it. Hmm. So, he gets this super heartfelt message about how – the guy who works there thinks the Flyers are family and every day comes into work. It's fantastic. And he goes, you know, I replied back thanking him for his email, noting I live in Philly. And within three minutes, he replied again. Um, and he said, this was the first pitch that I had gotten that felt like it might be the team for me. So let's end the goddamn episode like the Flyers are going to end your goddamn season when the season restarts. Because, again, you, you finished behind them this year.
2: This
0: season has the biggest asterisk of everything. Any argument yeah, no, that, related no, to this no, season no, no. is yo, no. yo,
1: remember when your team was going to move to Kansas City because you can't support a professional sports team unless they're good? Right, I forgot. All right, end of episode.
0: Not really. I was only about like two years old when that was happening, so I can't uh-huh, really remember yeah, things okay, when okay, I'm that young.
1: Okay. Yeah, if that's you a If
0: you can, you should probably get that checked out.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, guess what? Anyways, speaking of getting checked history. out,
0: you should check out our – Socials. Man, that
1: was fun. That was a good transition
0: there. Go me. Uh, check out our socials. Follow hit. us. One for four. Underscore Zigginfruce. Oh, that's my personal. I just uh, cut it, man. At underscore cherry picking <laughs> on Twitter and Instagram.
1: <laughs> anyway, I'm Ziggy. I'm Donnie. And unfortunately, I'm Dylan.
0: See you on the flip side.
1: That was a good ending. That was fun. That was a good
2: episode, regardless of how much fucking time it took for us it to... It was fine.